This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Talk about a movie called Sea of Dust. And um, this is a movie that's supposed to pay homage to a Hammer-style movie-making. Not only horror making, but I say more like Hammer style movie making because this movie has some horror elements, but a lot of drama talked in. But don't get the wrong idea; it was very enjoyable, and the kill scene, special effects, and the blood and gore was old school, and I really did enjoy this movie. Um, the problem with this movie for me is to review it. I mean, it's easy for me to review it, but it's hard for me to review it without spoiling anything. And if I spoil this, it's going to ruin your experience with this movie. Um, Sea of Dust, trust me, if you would, again, Hammer style, drama talking, very goth, very periodic piece type. Um, you also got Tom Sabine playing Presto John, looking like Dracula. I mean, it's, it's funny to see his acting style, but, you know, who doesn't love Tom Sabini? I mean, come on. And, um, what this movie's about is about a physician who came to town and know that people start dying one by one. Or start having like a disease when they get out of control, you know. And um, this movie was done very classy, you know. It is the Hammer style homage, right? And um, you know, it's like he faces these different obstacles. And um, but all in all, this movie is really, really enjoyable to watch. It's very independent. Um, special feature, daily scenes, um, photo gallery, commentary, behind the scenes. Very good movie. And um, again, it's once you see it, I think you have a better understanding. Um, today I'll be talking about a movie called Screen Time, and um, pretty much, you know, I like anthology horror movies also, and this is another anthology horror called Screen Time. Like I just said, the title just now. Um, first of all, any all these home anthology horror usually have a host. So the host in this one is about these two guys. They went to a video store, stole three videos, and went inside this girl's apartment to hang out with and watch three movies, right? So anyway, first story was about this guy who's obsessed with his puppets, you know what I'm saying? And he has a family and a stepson, and his stepson don't like his lifestyle, you know, he, he's a little jerk, you know? And his wife don't like, his, like him having puppets, you know? Like he pays so much attention to the puppets. So... One situation happened when the stepson saw his stepdad show, and he burned down his stage, you know? So the stepfather got pissed, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, as the story progressed, um, the step, step family, his step, the dad, stepdad's family end up dying one by one, you know? His wife, his stepson, and one non-family member died. So I don't want to ruin it, but now to the second story. Now the second story is about this woman, right, this housewife, having visions of death, you know, of seeing people getting murdered. And it's like, she sees that as crystal clear, you know, like, I see who's doing the killing and stuff. But she keeps on having visions on why she has these visions of death of 
people dying in our house. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't want to ruin ruin it. Of course, I cannot ruin a thousand hop because I was going to ruin the whole movie then. But pretty much, the second story is about a woman who's having vision of, visions of death of a family in, in her house where she's living at. The third story, and of course, every anthology horror, usually, in most cases, the last story is always the best story. Very rarely that you want to like all three anthology horror episodes in one movie, but this is one of those mostly that the last one is always the best one. And the uh, third story is pretty much about these two ladies that hire a guy to, become, to walk around the house, right? So, as I already mentioned, that there were fairies living in the house, you know, like, you got your good fairies and your bad fairies, you know. So this movie had fairies, gnomes, no, I mean gnomes, and even have zombies in the third episode of the, um, Anthology Hall of Screen Time, which three guys came coming and trying to rob the two old ladies of their money, you know, of their house, to rob the money so the guy could pay for his, um, motor, motocross tri fair. But he wanted more money anyway, so let's be real, that's what it is. And, um, pretty much, the, let's just say the fairies protected, protected all women and they, and they, um, money, they, um, treasure. So, you know, so you got fairies, gnomes, and zombies doing the attacking. But, um, it's not a spoiler, but it's, it's gonna be pretty obvious from the beginning of the movie, but, um, the third story was cool. And, of course, you get to the fourth story, which is those two guys that robbed the video movies, you know. Let's just say they pay the price on what they pick up. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to ruin that twist ending. And um, screen time. Final thoughts on screen time. It it wasn't like the best anthology horror movies out of all the anthology horror I've seen. You know, um, it was one of it was it was, it was an okay level horror from from a scale to one to ten. I'll give it like a I say seven and a half. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't bad. It was enjoyable to watch. So, screen time, check it out if you could. I mean, this is a VHS movie, by the way. So, I don't know if there's a DVD transfer for it yet. So, check it out either way. Peace. Bye. And I hope you enjoyed this. Hey, what's up, everyone? Um, the next movie I'll be talking about is called Search and Destroy. And um, I got this movie by, by buying this DVD here. Let me show you what it looked like. Very rare stuff. The Driving Double Feature Collection has Search and Destroy and The Glove, which is another movie I'll be reviewing after this one. And this is an awesome DVD set, man. You really will get the Grindhouse experience. Can you see it well? I hope so. Anyway, um, Search and Destroy is a cat and mouse movie. It's about this, it's like a, I would say a drama, a little bit of horror, because it has like that little slasher feel to it. And a little bit of action scenes to it, and it has a lot of action, but you know, a little bit of action between the middle of it. Mostly a lot of talking, but it was a very enjoyable movie. It's about the soldier that wants revenge against the other Vietnam vet that left him behind. And um, he goes on a killing spree, taking his revenge on each of the Vietnam vet. One of them um, been injured, and he has to go out for revenge when his woman been kidnapped. And so you got this big shootout scene at the end, you know, talk about fall off from 9-11, by the way, that's security over at Niagara. Anyway, no offense to the Niagara Police Department, but this was in 1978, it's just a movie, but it has this big shootout scene at the end, how the Vietnam vet go after the other Vietnam vet, 
who killed his friends and you know shoot out a couple more short scenes you know you gotta save this woman um overall it is an enjoyable movie the glove and um this movie stars john saxon in it and who does not love john saxon we all love john saxon he's truly one of the icons also in cinema you know he may not be like super major a plus but you know he's an icon he appears in many different genres and um, let me just give you a final review. This is a wonderful set from the um, double feature line, from the driving double feature. Get this, um, it does give you the driving experience. And the Search and Destroy and the Glove movie, I did enjoy them. Um, it's mostly, it was a lot of drama for the Glove, be honest with you. Just like Search and Destroy, it's mainly more drama. You have a look, but in the Glove's case, you have maybe like, probably two major action scenes only, similar to Search and Destroy, pretty much the action scenes of it. But the drama, I enjoy the drama anyway, and John Saxon doesn't disappoint me anyway, so I knew the movie was going to be enjoyable when I heard his name on it. Um, maybe the most, don't be fooled by the cover you see the gloves punching through, and check this cover out a little bit, hold on, let me give you a close up. Don't this guy look like Darkseid from the DC comic book universe, Superman's arch villain? He looked like Darkseid, but no, Darkseid is not in this movie. Um, mainly, the glove is about a down-on-the-luck bounty hunter played by John Saxon. He having problems paying his child support, so he gotta make some money capturing the criminals, you know. And um, one criminal is worth um, twenty thousand dollars, I think, or two thousand. Excuse me, I get this part wrong. Named Victor, who was a who was a convict, ex-convict, and he used an iron glove to beat up. Wardens, that I mean, the security guards, they beat him up. So he pretty much get his own form of justice or revenge. And um, John Saxon's character would have to go after him just for the money. Um, it's pretty unique how they, how he goes up against Victor and the relationships they have at the end of the movie it was pretty cool, you know. But uh, I don't want to move it too much. But all in all, mainly the movie's about a down low bounty hunter. But again, it's mainly mainly more drama, but very enjoyable. So you will not be disappointed if you have an open mind. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, check out the movie The Glove. And um, this is like one of the Japanese bagel movies I wanted to see also on my hit list. And you know my past reviews, I reviewed so many of them so far. And um, when I first saw this trailer, I had doubts about it. You know, I was like, okay, whatever. But you know me, gotta see them. But for some reason, it was taking long to have a US release. So I decided to buy the Banzai Media Taiwan version instead. And um, let me just say something. Machine Girl, Tokyo Girl Police, I would say it's mostly my most favorite. Um, but there's one thing missing about those two movies, and that was the fun factor. Now, Robert Gisha may not have that more and more of an action element as Machine Girl or Tokyo Girl Police, like it's constant action going on. I mean, there's action scenes, there are bloody gory moments, don't get me wrong. But, um, it's just, it's just like it had a lot of talk and a lot of flashback scenes, you know what I'm saying? And pretty much let me tell you what Gisha is about. It's about a robot Gisha, right? And her sister. They both got kidnapped by a corporation, become assassins, as they um, advance one of the Gisha sisters into becoming a robot. The other sister want to compete against her sister to become a better robot, robot assassin. And so it's got two rival sisters. But as does as they keep on assassination, uh, other people for the corporation, 
they realized that how finally that the corporation was going was doing wrong, and well, as one of the sisters escaped, you know, decided to disobey one of the corporation leaders because of what they were doing was wrong. So the sister finally figured out what the real motive for the corporation was and decided to go up against them, and the corporation was not having that. Um, as the sister develops and involves her robotic skills to battle the corporation, she also battles her sister who was deprogrammed to battle her younger sister in a one-on-one fight. Um, all in all, let me just say this movie is very cheesy, of course, but let me just say this. This movie has a fun factor to it because the movie didn't take itself seriously, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, like typical police and machine guns, they didn't take themselves seriously, but you know, there was a lot of action, a lot of bloody gory moments with those two movies and many other movies that followed along. But um, for some reason, Robogisha just had that fun factor. It was just like, I don't know, you have a robot castle. Um, I don't want to ruin too much with the movie. When you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Of course, a lot of green screen work, a lot of CGI effects, you can just tell how it is. Um, the fight scenes were good, you know. Um, all in all, I did enjoy this movie, but check out Robogisha. So I'll be talking about a movie called Shadow of the Hawk um, from 1976. This movie was a really good movie. I really enjoy it. Um, it stars John Michael Vincent. Of course, everybody knows him from Airwolf. Um, this movie is like a horror, thriller, suspense, supernatural type of feel. And what I like about this movie is the Native American Indian culture, the mysticism, mystic, you know, like spiritual stuff in this movie. And I was fascinated by Native American Indian cultures and so and style, you know. I, so this is a movie I would definitely enjoy, and I shouldn't be surprised. Um, Shadow of a Hawk is about this old Native Indian man, a medicine man. Has this, he knows there's an evil force in his village, and there's an evil sorceress that want revenge on him because of a past history of his ancestor that stopped his evil sorceress because what I think she killed her, killed her husband and kid, I think, because of cannibalism, if I'm corrected. And his, the medicine man in his village put her to death. So now the spirit wants revenge for it. So pretty much the man is too old and he has to go to the city and find his grandson so he can pass his power to his grandson for the next generation. Um, the grandson didn't want to go, but he turned back and decided to help his grandfather and go with him to drive him back to his village. And while they're going back to the village, they cover all these different obstacles because the sorceress wants to kill him and the grandson or whoever wants to help help him out. You know, welcome to different obstacles, stopping the sorceress out of evil little army, you know. And when they head back to the village, um, the old man is help teaching him how to be in one with himself with power to tap his power into his power so he can battle the evil sorceress. And as for the female friend, she was in the house. She stayed in the house, but then she opened the doors and she pretty much got, I think, some of her, her image would got captured from the spirit. So she tries to use that image, image of of the um, guy's, guy's female friend to trick him. And they got this, and the trick with the good, with the John Michael Vincent character versus the sorceress, no battle scene. It was kind of like, was kind of was kind of cool though, you know, I kind of like it. Um, that not a good a good battle between good versus evil and of course good one and you know get your happy ending in this movie. I don't want to ruin the ending, but it was a happy ending. Um, Shadow Shadow of the Hawk is a good movie. It's very enjoyable to watch. 
Um, it's, it's, it's truly as fast paced for what it is, you know. I mean, if you know the style of movie making, but it's, it's definitely an enjoyable movie. Um, I love, like I said, I love the environment, the soundtrack, even the acting was good. You know, I really don't say that for movies. If I enjoy, I just enjoy it. But the acting was really good, especially with, with Jack Michael Vincent. I mean, come on. And um, the Native American Indian style, the culture, the religion. Like you see, like some mysticism, spiritual stuff going on, which I liked it also. Anyway, Shadow of the Hawk from late seventies. Please check it out. And I'll be talking about the movie Red Midnight. And this is a very very independent horror movie. And of course, as usual, it's an anthology horror movie, and you guys and girls know I keep on saying it all the time. I love anthology horror. And this one is, contains three stories, and usual, you always have to have the fourth story, which is the hosting story. As it begins out that two couples go inside a movie theater, and you'll hear the usher talk about three stories. Now, story one is about a ghost that hunts these three ladies who have dates this one guy that she's obsessed with. The second story is not so much like a horror story, it's more like a drama. So I can see why a lot of people consider this one to be the weakest out of the three. But it was kind of enjoyable to me because even though it wasn't, it had all the horror elements, but it was more drama. And I did enjoy it for that reason. But it didn't last too long in the, in the movie. It was maybe like 20 minutes worth of time, I would say, of the second story. But still, it was enjoyable. The third story is about these satanic cults kidnapping people for the sacrifice. And um, it also has a good twist ending. And you have your zombies and you have your demons in the third story. Um, all in all, I don't know if, and of course you got the fourth story. As it continues from the intro, of what happened to the couple at the movie theaters. Um, of course, I don't want to spoil it too much out of it to take away the fun of it. But it is very independent horror movies, just to let you know. But I enjoy the first story more of the ghosts. Uh, special features behind the scenes, trailers, and commentaries. So, Red Midnight, check it out. And David, you move off the same case.